Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 83 of IGEL Weekly. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. Chris Feeney is with me, and Chris is sitting on a beach somewhere, aren't you, Chris? Well, I'd love to be, but not, not today. I just had to uh, switch it up, be wine shirt on, and uh, remind myself of a vacation I took with my wife back in Mexico some time ago. So that is an actual picture you took? Yeah, that was a beach that we had uh, right there on the resort. And uh, that little lagoon area, that little uh, hut was where we had breakfast every morning. Pretty sweet. No, uh, it looks good. Um, so that ties in today's uh, podcast where we talk about mobility and working from anywhere. Let me ask you a quick question. You're sitting in your home office right now with a virtual background of where you wish you were, correct? Correct. What uh, what type of device are you using right now? Uh, I'm using my uh, Lenovo laptop running Windows, unfortunately. Not so you're, at the moment. So you're not mobile, but you are using a laptop, which I think ties us to today's conversation is work from anywhere, you know, for you and me right now means the office, our offices, right? In your case, your home office, which that's remote too. Yeah. Um, you tie that into being on a beach somewhere and needing to work or working while traveling for work. And uh, the world of mobile devices is more relevant now than ever. Would you not agree? Absolutely. I've got, my daughter was doing an internship up in DC and the place that she was staying didn't have internet. So I bought her a hotspot and then got her out of that location because it was not a great neighborhood. And um, the place she went to had internet. So now I have a mobile hotspot that I could take anywhere. That's all I need. So I honestly was still, my wife felt like maybe we should just yeah. go to the beach for a few days and yeah, I'm ready to roll. That's and then I take need. that same story and apply it to all the different Zintegra locations and my need to travel. I currently have three mobile hotspots. I have technically two too many. Um, but the world of mobile, we talk about probably in all these podcasts is, um, you know, it's, it's here to stay. Now the question is, are you going to run windows on all those devices forever? My answer is oh, no. you're not. You're not no, not I, uh, just got an email yesterday. I think it was, uh, we, they just updated our ABD to windows 11. So, uh, I was, uh, going to log back in and, and access that, uh, and start working off of that, but that's all I need. Question for you on that one. Is your AVD, your VDI based in the Microsoft cloud, is it persistent or non-persistent? Uh, it is. I think it's persistent to it. They control some things, but they allow me to have some modifications to it, but I can't install applications, for example. Okay. So persistent without admin rights would probably be the answer. Yeah, exactly. So that is one of my favorite topics. It's probably come up on every podcast the last 24 hours the whole world, including me, has been hyper-focused on a non-persistent, pristine image, VDI image, and I 100% believe that's the right answer when possible, but if it slows down your adoption of a delivered desktop versus a deployed desktop, then don't let that stop you. Move forward with persistent VDI as long as it makes sense. Keep in mind that you're still going to manage it. You're making snapshots of it nightly, so you're already ahead of the game. Where if you need to roll it back, you know, pre-virus or pre-whatever, you can. Uh, this all came out of a conversation with Mark Templeton a couple months ago, where you know he said we've we've, we've over rotated on non-persistent to the point where we've almost killed VDI. Let's just roll forward with persistent where it makes sense and keep the ball going. Yeah, and I think um, if you look at some of the offerings that uh, have come about, Microsoft, you know, has taken upon that with the cloud PC versus AVD. You know, cloud PC gives you that, you know, capability to customize and do what you will and uh, still advantage-wise on the security pieces of things, but uh, that make it your own kind of PC 
you know, uh, somewhat admin rights, I guess, if you will. But um, I personally would prefer that, you know, obviously uh, with some degree of protection there, not getting yourself too much trouble in terms of uh, things you install. But uh, um, but yeah, it has to be usable. And I think it's not an issue of bandwidth. Bandwidth is not an issue anymore, in my opinion. I mean, you can get a lot done with an LTE signal as well as 5G. For sure. It may not be as good as local, but it's still very usable. And if the network's solid, it's almost unnoticeable. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done I've done hotspot ABD Teams calls or Zoom calls, and it felt like it was normal. You know, I didn't notice any hiccups or anything like so. Well, and, and that's not even fair because that's kind of cheating, but the user doesn't have to know it's cheating because you're just offloading it in many cases, right? Yeah, I was leveraging. Uh, I think I had my LG Gram with a UD Pocket. Here it is. I had that. I took that with me. I just fired it up, and uh, I didn't have the Wi-Fi code wherever we were, and so I just used my hotspot on my phone, and and uh, it worked fine. Yeah. So, Chris, what we're covering today is uh, a new um, release or a new uh, piece of hardware certified by HP and iGel as part of the iGel Ready program. It's called an HP Elite. Uh, MT645 G7 mobile thin client. And, you know, my history with HP goes back before they bought Compact or merged with Compact. And and they've always had amazing hardware and amazing solutions. Now they're coming to this world of Linux, thin Linux, uh, fit client, iGel, whatever you want to call it. And they're they're stamping these things as certified, ready to go. And I assume shipping from the factory with the iGel OS installed. I believe this one is, um, and um, looking at the specs on this, this is, I mean, true mobility. I mean, you you underline that word mobile, highlight it, bold it, whatever, because it has uh, LTE option in there, um, cellular, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you, along with uh, obviously, you know, standard Wi-Fi and whatever, but having that true mobility, you take that thing anywhere and um, their, their hardware, as you know, it's, it's, Apple has a, a design focus and, and HP, I think, does. They make really nice looking devices. So tell me about this one. Give me the specs. Like, what do you know about it? Um, well, I know it's come, it's it's got some, uh, uh, I guess, uh, display perspective, 14 inch. Uh, so it's a you know, wide display, uh, which I think I, I've been playing around with, with one that's a little bit smaller. I, I I think my LG Gram is a very similar in that uh, wide display, and it's, I think that's much more usable. Um, and it's lightweight. Um, it uh, has, uh, you know, from a technical perspective, it's got plenty of horsepower uh, built into it. Looking at the spec sheet here, uh, I think it has a minimum of uh, 16 gigs of RAM to start, which is a very nice, beefy, uh, you know, in terms so, of RAM. So yeah. pause there. I love what you just said, but I want to challenge you on it because I want to hear your answer. Why do I need 16 gigs of RAM in a, I'm using quotes here, thin client or a thinner client or a smarter client or a cloud client? Technically you don't, but it's, uh, it doesn't hurt when you have that uh, extra horsepower, um, especially if you're going to be doing any kind of offloading, uh, which is really the norm, which is what you should be. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, it'll be, I mean, on a lighter weight OS, the performance and the speed at the end of the day, end user adoption functionality. And if you're going to have a virtual session as if it was locally installed kind of experience, uh, this having 16 gigs of RAM to help you with that doesn't hurt. 
Well, I have three things for you to consider. One is offloading, which you already covered for like mm-hmm. unified communications. Two is what if I don't need a, a Citrix, a VMware, or a Microsoft in the middle, and I'm just using the, the Chromium browser, that memory is going to come in really handy, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you've got situations now where they just need a browser and, uh, you know, office.com or whatever, and then, uh, or maybe some SaaS apps. Um, but uh, that's it. I mean, that that horsepower is going to be plenty. And then you throw in the chipset. We haven't talked about the processors on there. It's, that also is a nice, nice feature of, of this particular uh, model, the AMD Ryzen. Chipset. So go ahead, go ahead and throw the processor into the mix. So you got all this, you got a processor that's got decent power. You've got more memory than you've had historically on any laptop in your life. Uh, and here's the last thing I'll throw into that mix between the processor and the memory, because these are pretty much standard things that are, you know, developed these days and, um, and manufactured. It, it's, it's not going to cost that much because that's pretty much entry-level stuff by 2023 standards. Yeah. So if you want to geek out for a minute, available processors, they've got an AMD Ryzen 5 um, with the Radeon graphics chipset, which is a 2.3 gigahertz base clock, and it goes up to 4.3 gigahertz mass boost, which is max boost, excuse me. That's pretty darn good. That's really good. 16 megabyte layer, three cache, six cores, 12 threads. That's one option. That's the highest option. And then they've got the second option, which is the AMD Ryzen 3, uh, which has a similar base clock and uh, boost speed uh, instead of 16 megabyte, eight megabytes layer three cache, four cores, eight threads still. So two different options there on the processor speed, but, you know, a beefy enough mobile thin client that will get the job done and then some. Now we've got IGEL on it, which is a read only Ubuntu derivative Linux OS. So if we go down to the fourth, I mean, excuse me, the third paragraph here. Now they're talking, we've been talking about performance. Now they're talking about security. Yeah. So the TPM chip, right? For the band, I mean, but really the IGEL, um, uh, you know, zero trust sort of architecture, if you will, um, from, you know, the, the time, you know, the UEFI boot, uh, having a secure OS that's signed, and then you work your way all the way through uh, bringing up the kernel and um, and then layering in, you know, the, uh, 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 the security on the device and some secure boot, all of that. So that's a very heavily... Uh, security uh, focused uh, solution to be very impenetrable, if you will, um, uh, risk averse, if you, you know, just making sure that um, you can trust that device when it's out there in the, in the wild, especially if you're out there on untrusted networks at uh, places like Starbucks or wherever it might be, right? Um, throw in a, um, like I said, I mean, you can, it's, it's pretty robust. I mean, just yeah. if you look at it. So we've talked about performance. We've talked about security now. And then finally, this last piece, which, you know, if the thing doesn't have any data on it, maybe you can just throw it away if you had to, that'd be painful. But these things look to be def- um, created very, um, very uh, durably. Yeah. Well, certainly uh, this one's military standard spec testing. Um, I have uh, uh, a family member, I won't say who, uh, who has a laptop I bought, and uh, it's gone through a couple years of college, and that thing got uh, you know it's got some stuff that's uh, it's been used well. It's not military spec, but this is one that can take a licking and keep on ticking, if you will. Yeah. So I mean, look, that's the alternative is to buy a, um, a spin a fortune on a on a Windows PC. 
just to connect to more than likely browser-based apps and um, you know, apps running in a cloud potentially. If that's your company strategy, then need to reconsider whether you're buying expensive Windows endpoints that are hard to manage and impossible to secure and start looking at alternatives. Yeah. We're doing a uh, IGL certified professional series of classes, five of them coming up. And uh, one of the big players, Citrix, VMware, Microsoft, one of them challenged me and said, why are you doing this? I'd rather you just present on our technology. I'm like, you don't understand. If you start presenting for how you change the strategy for the endpoint, then you become part of the story automatically and the strategy should be to move away from Windows on the endpoint. You know, don't get me wrong, love Windows, it's been great for my career, but it's not necessarily on the endpoint in many, many cases these days. If you start doing that, then these middleware delivery technologies like a VMware automatically get elevated in the conversation. That's what you need to be talking to people about. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I mean, Windows essentially is ubiquitous. Uh, from a cloud perspective, you can get to it very easily. Yeah. Um, and there's data centers all over the world. And so, who believes in that more than anybody else at this point? Microsoft. Oh, yeah. They've embraced it heavily. Uh, they've seen the light, if you will. <laughs> yeah. They know that's the future. And they know buying expensive, unsecurable devices and sticking them out on the edge is not going to be the answer. Yeah. One thing I'll mention here, uh, this, this, the battery life. I mean, that I've, for some reason, um, I don't know. I, I find myself. I, I, I naturally I, I unpack and I got my laptop. I'll, I'll naturally go to plug it in, and not just run off battery. These devices are designed. I mean, especially with IGEL running on them, we don't tax that machine very much at all. And so that that battery life will get you easily twelve hours, probably more. Uh, but uh, but that's nice to be able to have that when you need it. For sure. uh, especially if there is a power outage and you need to uh, somehow fire up a hotspot and, and uh, hopefully the cellular is still working. But um, or if you just need to charge it up at night and expect to get on a plane and go to three or four meetings and still have a battery. That's yeah. That's I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a fast one. The USB-C, you know, very quick charging uh, one like I've got here with my uh, my LG. But um, uh, but yeah, it's a nice new addition to the Agile Ready uh uh, partnership with HP. Um, most of the devices at this point have been the, the actual thin clients, which are a pretty nice family of options there. But this one is that mobile option now that I think is, uh, um, I'd sort of like to get my hands on one. Yeah. HP, if you're listening. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to socialize the idea that we should get one, have it to demo and play with. Yeah. Chris, this has been great, man. Thank you for the time and love seeing, you know, hardware, great hardware. And in your case, great software coming together to create solutions. Uh, iGel and HP partnering is, is, um, is, is really a great story together. All right. Thanks, Andy. It's always been a pleasure. Do it again next week. Thank you. See you.